Good evening and peace and welcome back to another segment of Spiritual Edge. I am Chautauqua, your host. Tonight we'll be talking about fibroids. We will briefly discuss the three to four different types of fibroids. We will discuss history of fibroids. We will discuss um, cause and prevention of fibroids. And last, we'll talk about my symptoms and when I began to reflect back and how long ago I was displaying symptoms but kept pushing. So let's go ahead and get into what fibroids are. Um, So we know that fibroids are a uh, non-cancerous growth of the uterus and it often appears during a woman's uh, years when she can have children. Um, Fibroids, they range in size. Um, They can be detected, undetected, again, depending on the size of the fibroid. A woman can have more than one. For me, I had four. Um, and my sizes ranged uh, were either the size of grapefruits or they were the size of navel oranges, uh, which caused uh, one of them to have my ovary shift over a little bit. That's how large it was. Um, they say a lot of women have fibroids. Um, um, it but they don't know. So if you don't know the symptoms or if you don't ask your doctor to check you for the fibroids or when you go to your gynecologist, they say you'll never know until you start having um, pain and issues like myself or your stomach hurt you so bad that you have to go to the emergency room because that's how I found out my health situation when it came to my reproductive Um, area with my fibroids Um, so history says well let's go back there are um, three to four different types of fibroids Um, I had the two of the four I had the intramural I hope I'm pronouncing that right and I had the subserosal um, fibroids Um, The intramural fibroids are the most common and they grow on the walls. And the subserural, they grow outside of the uterus and they put a lot of pressure on on your uterus area and it causes excruciating pain and it also um, sometimes affects and put pressure on the nearby organs. And that is what happened to me. Again, but I, I I did not know exactly what was going on until I went to the um, hospital. Um, what I will say is some of my symptoms, um, and I'll compare to some of my research. Um, I did have the heavy bleeding. Um, I did have have pelvic pain, pelvic pain, and I also would get. Um, pain or spasms in my right leg and mom would always call them charlie horses but as i was researching i spoke with my gynecologist he said that that was probably one of the reasons um, why i was having them because the uh, 
the fibroids were so huge that it was either cutting off um, the blood flow or wasn't, wasn't allowing enough blood flow to get through. And then I also had um, cysts and they didn't see that until they did several ultrasounds because again, my fibroids were so large that they couldn't see, even see my ovaries. Um, so for me, yeah, that was some of the symptoms. And then there would be times um, right before my cycle would start, especially a week before. Um, and as I reflect, I think it started the last three to four years. Um, but I always chalked it up to I'm getting older in age um, and I am approaching that change of life. So I never thought that I would have, it was a, it was fibroids um, n- not even one let alone four um, so my body would ache like I had been hit by an 18 wheeler truck um, there would be times where um, if I'm home all I could do is stay in the bed not lift my head um, I didn't want to do anything I didn't even want the covers to touch me that's how bad my body would ache and all of this would take place um a week or two maybe a week and a half um before my cycle actually came on or before I saw any kind of spotting um and once my cycle came on the symptoms would go away but then again sometimes the symptoms wouldn't now when the symptoms would go away um the bleeding would be um, medium, but then sometimes when I would have my cycle and I would hurt so bad, the symptoms didn't go away. I would bleed heavy. And again, doing this research and talking to my gynecologist, um, that was because, again, of the fibroids that I did not know that I had. Um, but then... Um, my gynecologist said that mine was a case that he had not seen before although he had seen large um fibroids but mine were huge and again I I guess that's why my stomach looked like I was seven six seven eight months pregnant sometimes um research shows that um two African women young women at the age of 25 Um, are at an 80% greater chance of having uh, fibroids and not even knowing. Um, And I'm assuming that's due to not doing routine checkups or going to your gynecologist um, as they recommend, which is twice a year, every six months. Um, And even if you don't have symptoms, it's always good to ask your gynecologist to check Um, Because like it said, and it's been shown that um, fibroids start in our our culture, black women, uh, at childbearing age. Um, So it's it's super important to ask uh, your gynecologist to check. And even if you have symptoms that you know aren't normal and you know your body when your cycle is coming on or when your cycle is due, ask. Um, I I know I learned a great lesson um, 
going through this process. Um, so some of the um, causes that they're saying um, when I was doing my research for fibroids, um, they're saying that sometimes it's genetic. Um, there's some saying that it's sometimes stress related, um, the diet, um, history of abuse. Um, one of the number one factors that they're saying is hair relaxers um, in our community because we as black women, we have this tendency to or wanted to have um, straight hair before we went on this natural um, hair crave, which I think is beautiful. Um, but we have to keep in mind, anytime we put something in our hair or on our skin and it burns us, then we know that that's a toxic chemical that's in it. And nine times out of ten, um, when it absorbs into our body, it, it also absorbs into our womb area because that's a part of us, especially um, with it containing a hormonal um, active compound. Um, and then research says that uh, women living in the South are at a greater risk of um, having fibroids um, due to um, obtaining a higher education, white-collar jobs, um, um, high income. And I got this particular research from the McLeod Health uh, Magazine for... Uh, uh, women, uh, black women. So let's go ahead. Let's talk about um, um, the different types um, of fibroids. There are one, two, three, four. Yeah, four. One, two, three, four different types of fibroids. And as I mentioned, I had two of the fibroids. Um, there are fibroids um, that can develop on the stem or the slender base um, of your uterus. Um, then there are fibroids that can develop um, in the middle muscle area um, of your uterus. Um, and, but those are not the common ones. Um, Again, I had the two, I had the intramural fibroids and I had the subsoral um, fibroids. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. But if not, like I said, you all can look them up um, so that you can have the correct pronunciation uh, of the, um, the names of the fibroids. Um, again, let's take a quick break. Um, let's go to a commercial and stay tuned. Welcome back. So I was talking about um, some of the history um, of fibroids, some statistics of fibroids or history statistics, and some of my symptoms. I am also uh, anemia and I am also an ice eater. And um, that has a whole lot to do with uh, deficiency um, with the blood um, and with the iron and the fibroids um, are one of the reasons or causes um, for me to have that. Um, I have been an ice eater for at least 30 years. So that just goes to show or if 
they were to do a statistics, I would be in that category as to um, being an ice eater, and then they would equate it to having uh, fibroids. And this condition is called pica. Um, And it's funny because when I researched, uh, it said pica um, can come from eating ice, starch, or dirt. I remember eating red clay um, as a little girl. And I don't want to think, I hate to think that I had fibroids uh, as a child. But then again, we don't know what um, folk did to our ancestors to carry um, it on to us. But fibroids um, also caused um, my cycles to be heavy. Um, And I ate ice. I ate ice. I would eat eight to 10 cups of ice um, a day. Um, And I was told that once I had the hysterectomy, um, the ice craving would go, but that, that came out to not be true. Um, and I do stay cold, so I'm assuming I am I'm still um, anemic. Um, so let's talk about some of the treatments um, for fibroids. Um, there are several factors that my gynecologist um, took into play um, before Um, They agreed to uh, the conclusion that um, it was best for me to have a complete hysterectomy. And they based it on the size of my fibroids. And they also based it on um, having the cancer, the ovarian and the cervical cancer at in the early stage of stage one. Um, so some of the treatments um, that you can do um, or some of the surgical options um, to save or preserve your uterus and allow you to um, have children in the future. Um, and then there are other options um, that can damage or remove the uterus. Um, there, that is a myomectomy. There's a histo, hysteroscopomy, um, a, a laparoscopomy, and then there's a hysterectomy. Um, I had a hysterectomy, a, a complete um, hysterectomy. Um, my uterus was removed. My tubes were removed. Um, everything was removed. Um, and not just removed for the fibroids, but also removed um, for the cancer that was there. Um, then there's a uterine fibroid embryolization. Uh, and this, um, the radiologist um, comes in and works with the gynecologist. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, those are the, I'm sorry, my mind went blank. Those are the four, one, two, three, four, four procedures, uh, or four treatments, um, that you can have to remove, um, your fibroid, um, and any other issues that are, 
affecting your reproductive um, area. Um, then there's a question as to how long do uh, uterine fibroids need to be before being surgically removed. Um, mine were 17 centimeters. Um, the typical size is 8 centimeters, but mine was double the size of a regular um, or a large um, fibroid. So that was one of the major um, decisions for the complete hysterectomy to remove everything um, um, from uh, the woman area, as I, I'll call it. Um, it said uh, fibroids that are the size of grapefruit, which I had, or larger, um, it may cause me to experience pelvic pressure. And I did. I experienced a lot of pelvic pressure. I experienced a lot of feeling stuffed and full. Um, and I guess, too, when my gynecologist asked me questions, um, they based their decision off of that. Although they knew um, at the emergency room what was going to take place, because when I called my gynecologist to make an appointment to come in, um, he already told me what was going to happen. But then, of course, we got other opinions to make sure that um, that was the right decision. Um, but then once they found out about the cancer, there was no um, other choice. And for that, I'm grateful. Uh, so this concludes this podcast Um I hope I have helped uh, with sharing a little bit of information probably that you have already known. But again, this is my journey. Um, I just wanted to come in and talk about uh, the fibroids. Uh, The next episode will talk about the two different types of cancer um, that was removed. Um, Again, I thank you for tuning in and listening to Chautauqua as she hosts spiritual edge. Peace and be blessed.